Hey guys, I know it's been a while, but welcome back to another episode of Written for Palestine. So I know it's been a while since you've heard of for me um, on this podcast, but I just want to give a quick rundown about everything that's been happening and where we are in the podcast and business-wise. So if you guys all know, I started off with my clothing company called Pali Apparel. Alhamdulillah, it's doing well. We're still running. Everything's going well. But I decided to start a new business adventure with the publication of my own children's book, The Olive Tree Said to Me. And I also launched Zaytun Publishing, which is a publishing house that elevates the voices within our communities, whether it's Palestine, Arab, or any Muslim authors that are looking to have their voices heard within literature. So with that, I got very preoccupied and didn't have enough time to focus on putting 110% into Zaytun Publishing as well as Pali Apparel. So the podcast was put on the back burner for a little bit between that and school, but we are back again. No more huge gaps in episodes. Monthly episodes are back, and I am very excited to introduce you guys to our guest today. She is the newest addition to our Zaytun Publishing family, and I am so excited to have her join me today. We're going to talk a little bit about her new book, as well as everything that has brought her here. And everyone, here is Aya. Hi guys, um, my name is Aya Risa, and I am the author of Seeking Refuge. Um, so for about a year and a half now, I've been working on this book, probably even like for longer, like two years. Um, what got me mostly interested in writing was when I was 12, I started writing then, and then when I was 17, I got offered a position to write for the Orland Park Mosque um, for, their, for their newsletter, and basically each piece that I was writing, I thought I could do more with it, so I wanted to turn it into something more meaningful instead of just being put into a newsletter, so that's when I decided to go ahead and create the book now that is called Seeking Refuge, and um, it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. But um, I am really happy where things are going right now. And thanks to Nayef, I couldn't be like more happy with how things are going. So a little bit more about Aya real quick. She, like she said, she is the author of Seeking Refuge. She is a Palestinian Muslim woman who has worked within the Orland Park Masjid along with her writing for the newsletter. That brings a huge part into the book is her Muslim identity as well as her Palestinian identity within different pieces that are incorporated within the book. So throughout her book, she touches on a bunch of different topics. And something that I really wanted to discuss with her was what made her want to put her voice out there? What really made her want to have her voice heard within literature? Not only just poetry and the essays, but also within the Muslim and Palestinian Arab communities. And how having our voices heard within media isn't as highly represented. And that is what overall made me want to start Zaytun Publishing. So I was so excited when me and Aya were able to start working on this project together. So Aya, I just want to go a little bit into the making of Seeking Refuge. You talked about how you had started when you were 12 with writing, but you took it more seriously as soon as you were born in high school and were writing for the Orlin Masjid. What has the whole process been like from an idea to writing the draft to editing to now the pieces that are in the book? What has been like the easiest, the most challenging, the most exciting, the most fun. Kind of just go all into that for me. I think I would have to start off with um, basically the whole process of this entire book. Um, I knew going into this that the topics that I have chosen to discuss 
are such like dire situations to talk about and I feel like throughout the community and especially like our community the out of community and everything like that it um they don't really discuss like these hardcore topics that I have like decided to discuss in the book itself um like I talk about drug abuse and it's something very serious that happens throughout like this world like I think I'm only 20 and I literally look at like 15 year olds now today and they're growing up so much faster than I was at 15 and I feel like that's why my main goal here was with this book is to basically hit the audience before me which is the generation before me but also my generation as well um I know we're still learning and growing like I'm only 20 but I know I was like I still have a long way to go and that's why I feel like this book has really helped me um I think the most exciting part about writing the book was the fact that I found my own voice in this book, like, I used to be so, so scared about having people, um, like, read what I had to say, because it's, like, it's an intimidating thing, literally, like, having people, like, criticize you can be very, very intimidating, but I've learned to just really accept that there are going to be some people that have negative things to say about what I have to say, and that's okay, like, you have to just accept it, because not everybody's going to have your mindset, not everybody's going to agree with what you say, um, but at the same time, you have to be confident in what you're saying, and I'm very confident in what I'm saying in my book, and I know not just me, but I also know some people will find, like, comfort throughout the book, because I know for myself, I've struggled with, like, self-identity and finding who I am, especially as a Muslim girl, I've understood, like, some things are going to be hard, and I'm sure some people out there feel the same exact way, so I really hope this helps people, and that was my main goal here. So the struggle of finding your voice within the Muslim and Palestinian auto community, something that we've talked about on the podcast before, I've discussed it with um, prior guests as well as on different live streams and all that, and I think it's very important that we start to discuss these things that even if they do not affect us personally, it's things that we see, it's things that are currently happening in the world, and I feel like even though it's not directly happening to us, like you discuss the Black Lives Matter movement, you talk about the hijab, you talk about all these different things that may like don't affect everyone but they if they're in front of our eyes mm -hmm. they are part of our lives they are part of something that's going on a bigger picture to the fight for equal rights for the black community is something that we are fighting for for palestinians something that we are fighting for constantly for different minorities and i feel like it's something that we need to continue to discuss and something that is so important and i'm so glad it's touched on in the book but as the owner of zayton publishing something i really want to discuss and talk about is the process and I feel like that's something that a lot of people have asked about and a lot of people are curious about is how do you make a book how was the process for you like I know how it was for me so I'm not gonna <laughs> talk about myself but because but how was the process for you that you went from it legit started because I posted on Instagram and I said looking for out of Palestinian Muslim writers Anyone know anyone? And then I think, I forgot who DM'd me. My or, friend actually DM'd me about it. Yes, yes, yes. And they yes. said, you are going to DM me. And then it happened through that. And then we just started talking about it. You sent me the first draft of Taking Refuge, actually. And, and it was, like, almost done. But I was, like, still, like, working on even the, those, like, pieces that I still had in there. Like, I was still touching up on them. And, like, I never knew if it was going to be actually, like, seen to the world the way, like, it is now. Exactly. This has been going on for how many months? It's been going on since April. 
April. Yeah. April. So it's been April, May, June, July. <laughs> so about five, months, by like guys. five months. months. Yeah. So the whole process as a whole has been crazy because, like, like you know, like I just started this company, even though I've been working with the books and with books for years now. It's something different, and just like how you've been writing for years, publishing a book is completely different. Oh, one hundred percent. When you were writing certain pieces, we were like going through and we we're like, let's change this, let's yeah. edit this, let's add. There's some a few pieces that were actually added that were not part of the original, and that was more so kind of like a discussion, and it was like, yeah, it wasn't what's... really like last minute. It was more so like, um, what else could we like expand on in like the topic wise that we were choosing to expand on? Because like Naya said, um, I do discuss a lot of topics. I know there are different topics, and it might be like, wow, this is like all being thrown at you all at once. But it's like I feel like that's what needs to happen with these topics is because. We're so, like, even myself, I'll, like, literally put myself in this. I feel like we're so oblivious sometimes to, like, what goes on in the world. And literally, like, I talk about, like, how we live in this little, like, like, this little bubble that we think is, like, la-la land and, like, all love and peace when it's not. Like, the world is not like that. And I feel like people that are mature and, like, soon to understand that, that's, like, whenever you finally, like, open up your eyes and, like, realize, like, there's more, like, to life than, like, what we actually see. Exactly. And there was actually a piece in there. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone <laughs> um, that talks about materialistic things yeah. and how they're so temporary and you view certain people and you like we as humans, we, it's all about judgment. Ha- exactly. I didn't like judgment. I'm like, how do I explain this? Without judgment. Getting, it's all, yeah. it's all about judgment. Like literally it's all about judgment. And, I will be so honest, I've caught myself, and maybe even to this day, I still catch myself, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I want that, like, but, like, I get it, we're all into materialistic things, like, no, like, any person that says I'm not into materialistic things, I do not believe you, because I feel like everybody is into that stuff, but there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like if you're so consumed at the point where you're like, oh, that's all I care for, and, like, that's what I'm gonna go spend my paycheck on, and my money on, and, like, not actually, like, think, like, oh, there's so much more to life than just materialistic things, you know? Like, there is. And that's something that's not discussed all the time. Like, we'll see within media, within music, within specifically music and music videos, money being thrown and nice jewelry and all these bougie things. And I think it's something that we don't, we see it as, oh, it's for famous people. We don't talk enough about people that are not famous and people like in every day that are judging each other, going through these different things where it's like comparing each other or comparing ourselves to others, I should say. But I think my favorite part about the whole process was deciding to do the epilogue. Oh yeah. So we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk. We're not going to expose the epilogue. Cause that's probably one of my favorite pieces in the book, but that's something that was really exciting because it felt kind of like the final stamp on the first draft. Cause it was like, you had all these pieces already. We reorganized it. Everything was going together. Yeah. And like some pieces, yeah, there's some pieces like added in between, but I felt like once the epilogue was written, we had our intro with like the preface and then you had the epilogue and I felt like, yeah. okay, the sandwich is almost there. Cause he had came to me and he said, we need, we need like one more piece to like literally finish this off. And, we thought, you know, like, the pieces that I had added was, like, okay, this is going to end it. Like, this is going to be the end. But, no, like, this epilogue really brought it together. Um, I wish you could, like, literally tell them more, but we can't. 
So I will, only thing I can think we can say is there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism. Guys, I, I'm trying so hard to not give this away because it is my f top five pieces in the entire book. She's actually going to read probably my top. I can't even, one of I can't his favorites. Rank that. Maybe yeah. one of his favorites. Because even I, I don't have favorites. Time. I literally don't have favorites in this book. Okay, no, actually that's a lot. I do have favorites in this book, but like all of these pieces mean something to me. Um, and I know people that decide to read it are going to feel the same way, like, oh, this is my favorite piece, you know, because, like, you may relate to it in some way. So, yeah, but this is one of the nice. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. She's going to read that at the end of the episode today, but what I feel is very important is, although that there is a lot of discussion about being Muslim or being Arab or being Palestinian or being, like, a woman in general, I feel like all these themes relate no matter what it's about. Yes, she wrote, like, yes, Aya wrote some of them from her point of view and what yeah. her struggles are, but it's like, I was catching myself reading some of them and I was like, oh, shoot, like, like you yeah, we realize all Like, you realize that you this. go through it too. Like, you do exactly. realize, like, you also go through it too. It's not just like, like, yeah, maybe these are like my personal experiences, but it's like, not all of them really are. Like, some of them are really just like, I viewed this and I like took what I knew and I spend it on my own verse. Like that's what I decided to do. And I feel like the way I write them, people are going to relate to them a lot. Exactly. And I think, not, I think I know, <laughs> I know. And yes, I can wholeheartedly you know. <laughs> say this because we've been working on this for months. Like we discussed, like out of all the projects, that have been coming out and I've been working on. This has been the one I've been the most excited to come out. Yeah. And the one that feels the most real in a sense. When I had launched Zaytun Publishing, it was like, yeah, I put on my kids' book. I was like, okay, there's a kids' book out there now with my name on it. Literally, We're good. Like, you don't know how to feel. You, know? you don't. But it's like, I was like, okay, I'm starting this company. Like, what if it flops? Like, what if... That's like, <laughs> that's your fear every time you put on a company. When I started Pally Apparel, when I started the podcast, I'm like... What if it doesn't work? What if people don't like what I'm doing? What if people don't like this? What if I don't get any authors for Zaytun Publishing? See, but that's, that's exactly what I'm literally going to say. You, you think about, like, the what ifs and, like, what if people don't like this? And it's like, dude, that's in everybody's, like, that's in everyone's minds. And for anybody, like, that listens to this and, like, hears this, like, I know for a fact you have the same mindset, too. Like, you're so worried about what people think. I'm so terrified. I was so terrified when I had came to Nick and, like, told him, like, hey, like, here's my book. Like, do you want to read it? I hope you like it. And then, like, when he was like, yeah, I love this. Like, let's, like, let's work on this. And I was just like, wait, like, really? Like, this is serious? <laughs> like, it makes you think, like, oh, my God. And it's crazy. And I just said this this book feels like Zaytun Publishing is real. And it's not just, like, a little thing I put on the side of my book now. Yeah. It's, like, going to be on... Okay, I can't reveal the other books. I can't reveal anything else, other plans, but um, it feels very real now because it's like now I'm giving someone else the opportunity to have their book out there. Yes. And it's the first of many, so I'm very excited. And I keep, even though we just finished Seeking Refuge, I keep telling Aya, the next one. Oh, there's the next, the one. next one, the next one. I'm just like, wait, dude, like I haven't even like I said thought, you, I haven't even like processed this like, one. She got a year. Know? I haven't even processed this yet. To, like, actually be like, oh, I, like, need to start writing a new one. I do plan on it. Like, I 100% do. I don't plan on this just being, like, my, like, my one-time book. Like, no, I do plan on, because I have a lot more to say. I know I do. Exactly. And I know I joke around it, but I'm, I joke <laughs> about it, but. Oh, he's not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking, really, but I do joke about it, because it is a lot of work, and 
it takes a lot out of you at the same time because yes you get to celebrate these and you get to see the cover for the first time like the cover was another thing that we got to work on together and it was a very fun project because I literally just said like what do you like what are you thinking for this and then like just like picked a bunch of like images and like photoshopped it together he was and, like, some more like imagery and like knew what he wanted to do I was just like do what yeah. you want to do like I really don't know but then I started thinking I'm like no like I know what I like like I know my vibe like you know like you guys have seen like the book cover so far and it's like I like my dark tones and he incorporated everything that I asked for and that's all I could ask for so yeah yeah honestly that was probably one of the most fun parts because I really think it was the most fun part because it was like I got to read the I, I was like I got to read the book before it's out yeah obviously only one <laughs> yeah so it was like there's a lot if you look at the cover there's a lot of symbolism on it and you will understand the symbolism once, once you read, you the, read book. the book yeah, so, so that's what was so fun about it because it was like I would I showed you I think I showed you three different options originally and yes. we kind of like tweaked it and I said yeah. what do you think and you said oh change like so we went back and forth on that yeah. part but I feel like each little addition was, like, adding to the symbolism. And it makes so much sense. And I feel like that's something that's going to be discussed once the book is published. Oh, it's going to be, like, a, it's going to be something on Instagram we talk about. But mm -hmm. the cover was probably the most fun part. And then also set, finishing it. That was probably, the, like, that was, like, the most, like... I think I was relieved. I, Sent you the final one, except I sent her the wrong file three times. Oh yeah, it was so I had funny. Five versions on my laptop of this of the book. I sent her the wrong one every time she calls me. She's like, "You sent me the wrong oh, one." Oh no, this needs to be changed. <laughs> like, wait, what? And I was like, "Um, what?" Because I made the changes, but so once we like f figured out, I deleted the wrong files and like had the right one in front of me. Being able like, here you go, Aya, and we went through every piece and everything was good and everything was done. It was, it was such relief. a sigh of relief. It was relief. Do you feel relief after, like, you're like, oh, my God, this has been such a long process, and, like, finally it's kind of done, but it's, like, not done. Like, you're not really done. Like, there's so much more to do. And, like, oh, there's so much more to come. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, so much more to do and so much more to come because, like, you, like, just because the book is out, like, not only not, like, out physically yet, but, like, when now it. Now that the book is out. Now that the book is out, yes, we could say that, yeah. <laughs> we could say that because um, it's, like. There's so much more to do, you know? Like, you still have to put yourself out there and, like, make sure, like, it's getting spread around. Like, I, my main goal is really just, like, I hope people that decide to read the book, like, actually find their outlet and maybe this, like, inspires someone, too. Because, like, I know I was inspired by writing this book and I know I may inspire other people and that's all I could ask for. Yeah, and I think... All I can say, I think I know. Obviously, I'm the owner of the business. I, know, I always say I think. I think, but like I know because <laughs> I, I know legit am sure. the one who does it. Um, I know that there's so much to come, especially with this book and with the Dayton Publishing, and I'm excited to see what's to come. And like, another part I really did enjoy was the drawings. We oh, yeah. hired an artist that is A's friend, and yes. She's so talented. There's a few images within the book for each, for a couple pieces that really stood out the most. Even though all of them are very standout pieces, there's a few pieces that oh, just no, needed. There, I have some favorites of her yes. pieces. Um, well, my friend Selena, I'm going to give her some credit here. Um, she is an amazing artist, and I've known her for a few years now. And um, literally, like, when Knife was like, oh, I want to put pictures in the book, I'm like, I know exactly, like, who I'm going to ask. Like, she is amazing and so talented. And, like, once you guys get the books... 
you guys are going to see for yourselves that this girl is literally amazing and beyond talented. And while she belongs in a freaking art gallery, she does. I mean, maybe seeking refuge at the art gallery? <laughs> New business idea? No, we're done. New business. No. <laughs> that is too much on his plate already, and he's already thinking, hey, business. Enough, yeah, but something that I know is going to happen, something that I'm very, very excited for is that this book is not just going to stop at the publication. It's not going to stop right when you read it. Like, legit, when you get to the end, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, when you listen to this podcast, read the book after, come back to the podcast again, and then you'll understand every little, like, hint we're dropping. Because there's so much to explore with these topics, and there's so much to explore within our own identities and our own being and our struggles with being ourselves and religion and different aspects within life and that was all encompassed within the book and I think that's something special because we don't talk about that enough for me the experience was very validating that someone trusted me enough to put their dreams out there so that's how I feel but I was always wondering how does the whole feeling of finally having these words that you've written be out there in the world how like how do you feel like I think for me I think I'm still honestly processing it um because even though it's like been like what a week or so I'm still processing it and like things but like I know it's out there and I know like I have to just like accept the fact that these words are out there and whoever decides to um criticize me in any way like I can take it but I know there's a lot of positive feedback more than bad. So that's what I'm like runs it. And I just, I feel like from what I've seen from you has, this experience has been very freeing in a sense. Like it feels validating. Like it's, I feel like for both of us, it's kind of validating because it's like your words are going to be out there. Yeah. Someone trusted me with their dream. Like, it's just like... The thing is, he's like somebody trusted me. I'm just like somebody like actually put faith in me. That's like my take on it is he put his faith in me on how is this book going to go? You know, like we didn't know if it was going to pop out or if it was going to fail or like, you know, but like I really can't say I failed here because I took a step that not a lot of people can take and I appreciate the fact that Naya took that chance on me and I literally will always be thankful for it um but yeah honestly I just tell anybody that literally has a dream like don't say you can't because if you would have asked me like four years ago probably and said would you have ever thought that you had a like you were gonna write a book I would probably said no like I knew my dream was always to write a book but I never actually you know thought hey somebody's gonna come and I'm gonna have this published like no like I literally never thought that would happen Never say never. Never say never, yes. Never here we are never. now, four years later. <laughs> here we are. But everyone, that is the first, uh, that is the end of the first part of this podcast. Um, I'm going to have Aya actually read a piece from the book called Fear. It is honestly one of my top three pieces. Because I cannot, I cannot rank them. I seriously cannot rank them. <laughs> but Fear was one of the ones, and the one right after that, it's called Mercy. I'm, we're not gonna talk, we're not gonna read Mercy today, but Mercy, oh, Mercy is probably I'll have the one to that Mercy's one of my favorites. Mercy was one of the ones that really stuck out to me the very first time I had read it. Yeah. But overall, everyone that just one gives me chills. that one does. But I don't give that one away because I want people to experience it for themselves. <laughs> but 
something I'm very excited for is that the book is out. The book is out. Like, buy it, read it. It's available in ebooks online. It's on ZayTunePublishing.com. It'll be available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as wherever books are sold um, universally or worldwide, um, such as Book Depository and different websites. So make sure you go out and support a Muslim Palestinian author. And make sure you continue to keep these conversations going. Make sure you continue to support our youth and make sure that they can follow their dreams. Make sure they can lift their own voices and have them elevated and have their voices heard within a media that is shrinking them. We need to continue pushing and we have to continue pushing and pushing and making sure that we are heard. And I really have faith that there's a lot more of our voices being heard and I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to spread all of this and be there for each other and support each other. But as always, everyone, you can check us out on ZayTunePublishing.com as well as Instagram and anything podcast related will be on Rent for Palestine on Instagram. And as always, thank you guys for listening and also I'll be back next month with an episode and not five months after. So here's Aya. She'll be reading a piece from Seeking Refuge titled Fear. Okay, guys, this is um, one of my pieces, Fear. Take me back to when I was a child, where the only thing I feared was hurting myself on the playground. Can you see it? Do you taste it? Can you feel it creeping in on you? Fear is the inevitable. Growing up from the stages of an infant to an adult, we were all taught that fear should be looked at as a weakness. Yeah, tell me why. Why should we allow our passions, dreams, desires be held back out of fear? Everything in this world is frightening. You are in control. You have the power to take matters into your own hands. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you that power. I want you to believe that you can do it. The ones who laughed at you wish they could be like you. The ones who told you that you were too naive wish they could have the imagination you carried. The ones who hated on you wish they could have succeeded as you. Reach for what you truly desired. Become who you want. There is only so little time. Do not hesitate out of fear. Fear not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with you.